Monica. And I'm Esther. And, and we're the Fact Detectives. And, and we're, we're back. Hi, Fact Detectives. Hi, Mia. This is part two of our dogs episode with Dr. Mia Cobb. Let's jump right in. Okay. Fact four. Why do dogs smell each other's butts? Well, a butt sniff for dogs is a bit like shaking hands and looking someone in the face for us. Dogs can learn a lot about each other by having a sniff. They can learn if a dog is male or female, how old it is, what it eats, how healthy it is, where it's been and even what kind of mood the dog is in. Seriously? Yep. In humans, we breathe and smell at the same time using our noses. But dogs can separate the air, so one part goes to breathing and the other part goes to smelling. And dogs have a superpower structure in their noses called the Jacobson's organ, which has nerves that go directly to the brain. And this lets dogs smell special chemical information that we can't detect. A dog's sense of smell is thought to be at least 1,000 times more sensitive than a human's. Whoa! We think that part of how dogs judge time has to do with their sense of smell. For example, when you leave, you leave a trace of your smell behind. But the longer you're gone, the weaker that smell gets. Dogs are also watching us all the time and they learn our routines really well. Some that we might not even be aware of. For example, before you leave for school each day, you probably have breakfast, get dressed and organise your school bag in a pretty similar way. All those things let your dog know that you're about to go out for a large part of the day. And they'll notice other clues, like maybe you get home just a few minutes after they hear the school bus pass by your house or the car approaching. So they might already be waiting for you at the gate or the front door when you arrive. They probably smell you coming before you see them too. That sense of smell is pretty incredible. Is that why they can help find people? That's right. Humans rely on dogs to do lots of very important jobs. Dogs can help find people who have gone missing on a bushwalk. They can help find a very special type of fungi called truffle that people like to eat. And dogs can also help us when we're sick. Dogs can smell different types of cancers and they can help people who have diabetes. Dogs can also be trained to help people who get migraines and seizures by detecting and alerting the person before they happen. Dogs can even detect malaria and they can even detect COVID-19. Wow! Dogs can be trained to find hidden things like money or even mobile phones. And conservation scientists rely on dogs' noses to help us protect shy and endangered species like frogs and to assist counting animals that are high up in trees like koalas, by finding their poo on the ground. A dog's sense of smell isn't the only thing that makes them valuable partners to people. Dogs can help people with visual impairments move around independently. They're called guide dogs, right? That's right. A guide dog, also known as a seeing eye dog, is trained to guide their handler safely around by avoiding obstacles. A guide dog will stop at the road, stairs and find doorways and follow directions from their person to get to the places they need to go, like work, school or university, the gym, train station, shops and more. 
In all of these important roles, the dog and their handler work as a team. Fact five. Why do dogs jump up? Dogs jump up because they're excited to see you and also because they want to smell your face and where you've been and who you've seen and what yummy food you've eaten. Mostly, I think they do it because it works to get your attention. I don't mind when our dog jumps up, but if I meet a strange dog that's as big as me, I get a bit nervous. I understand, and I'm sure a lot of people are uncomfortable about dogs jumping up, especially kids and elderly people. We can teach dogs not to jump up by turning away or ignoring their jumping and giving them our attention when they have all four feet on the ground. It's good to remember that a lot of the things dogs do are just normal doggy behaviours. It's normal to bark and they like to smell things, dig holes and roll in really gross stinky things. Dogs like to chew things, they like to chase things and sometimes they like to nip things. All of these things are completely normal for dogs. But we humans find a lot of these things annoying, so we try to teach our dogs not to do them. Researchers used to think that wolves and dogs lived in groups called packs and that there was one alpha male that would boss the other dogs around. They thought that if you lived with a dog, then you kind of had to be the alpha. But we now know that theory doesn't apply. Dogs living together don't have one leader who controls everything for everyone else. Dogs that are free-ranging usually live in family groups like humans do and share things, communicating with each other, like we do. Oh, cool! When I was younger, I used to think that having a super obedient dog was what was needed to have a good dog. Heel, sit, drop. But the more that I learn about dogs, the more that I realise each dog is unique and we should understand them as individuals. Now I realise it's more important to let them do the things they like to do, like go on walks just to sniff things. We still need dogs to have some manners so that they can fit into a human world comfortably, just like people do. But I've realised that dogs aren't in our lives just to please us. They have their own lives that we also need to respect. We need to think about how we can communicate effectively with our dogs and how we can both live together in a fun way. Training is important, no doubt about that. But punishing our dogs if they do something we think is wrong doesn't actually teach them what we'd prefer they do. So we need to think about how they can learn easily and teach them using positive reinforcement, like food rewards, to do things like sit rather than jump up when we get home, or chew their own toy instead of your shoes. We can also make little changes to how we live to help them get it right, like putting our shoes away somewhere safe that the dogs can't find in the first place. Try this at home! Now might be a good time for some tips. If you see a dog in the park or at a cafe and you want to say hello, always ask the person with the dog if it's okay to pat the dog. This is really important because even if a dog looks friendly, they might not want a pat from someone they don't know well. Just like you might not like a stranger giving you a hug or tickling you under your chin. Even if the dog doesn't want to be patted, you can still ask about their name and tell the person what you like about dogs. Sometimes the best way to show that you love dogs is to respect what they want even though it's really hard when you want to pat them. If you have been told it's okay to say hello and pat the dog, take it slowly. Dogs can smell you just fine. You don't need to reach out a hand. Stand still and let the dog notice you. Maybe talk to it a little bit. Ask where it likes to be patted and then try a gentle stroke on the shoulder or back if the person suggests this is okay. 
If you're a bit shy or nervous around dogs, take a deep breath and try not to make any loud noises or sudden movements because this could surprise a dog and they might get excited and jump up on you thinking you're playing a game. Even if you are comfortable around dogs, like you two, Annika and Esther, the dog might not be used to children, so it's always best to go slow and not get too loud. Okay. What do dogs need to live a happy life? Scientists now know that it's not just enough to care for dogs in a way that avoids pain and suffering. We also need to make sure that dogs have a good life and get to have fun. This means more than just giving them food, water and shelter. It includes making sure dogs have good feelings, like a full tummy after a meal, that they feel comfortable and safe in their sleeping place and enjoy the fun of playing with friends and exploring new places. It also means dogs get to use their brains in ways that are interesting to them, which might be a food puzzle toy or learning a new trick with you. Lastly, just like for us humans, agency is also important to animals. Agency? What does that mean? Agency means getting to make some choices about what you do and how you do it. Like for kids, it might be choosing what flavour ice cream you want. And for dogs, it could be having the choice about getting a pat or which toy you play with or for how long to sniff at that tree on a walk. Awesome! Thanks, Mia! We've learned a lot. Anytime. I love all your questions, Fact Detectives. This has been another super fun episode of The Fact Detectives with me, Annika. And me, Esther. Big thanks to Dr Mia Cobb, who is a research fellow in canine science. Based at the Animal Welfare Science Centre. At the University of Melbourne. And big thanks to Michaela, Eden and Eddie, who asked us to investigate dogs. Yeah, that was fun. If you love finding out the facts as much as we do... And if you have a big topic you would like us to investigate... Then get in touch at factdetectives at kindling.com.au. Bow, bow.